Hello and welcome to Real Quick episode 61. Today we have another one of our Patreon suggested movie reviews. I am here as usual with my two gorgeous co-hosts. Uh, gorgeous. Wow. No, like that was it. nice. Say it again. Uh, George and Tyler. Cam is unfortunately not with us today. That sounds like oh, he's dead. He's not also, dead. Also but gorgeous, Cam. Also gorgeous, Cam. Um, so he's at a wedding. Uh, it's just going to be us three today. We're going to be reviewing a patron suggested movie that's been on my watch list for ages, it feels like. And that has been suggested by uh, Roku 1.0. And the movie is It's Such a Beautiful Day. So let me just pull up the synopsis. This came out in 2012. It's an animated film that is in the, as Tyler mentioned to me just before we start recording, in the top 250 on Letterboxd. It's very highly regarded. And it basically follows a protagonist, Bill, who struggles to put together his shattered psyche, a man with a genetic mental disorder. Um, and this feature film version of Don Hertzfeld. And he, I didn't actually know this, guys, but this is apparently a trilogy as well, which is interesting, which I didn't know. Hmm, didn't um, know it should be an animated short film. Well, short film, whatever, uh, sixty minutes that follows this 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 guy called Bill and his his mental struggles and his mental psyche. So this is my first watch ever. I think it's George's first watch as well. Sure. It was okay. my first watch. I watched it about a month ago. Yeah. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Tyler, did you rewatch it for this? I did not. I felt like I needed time. I feel like watching it one month later wasn't enough time to like sit on it and give it a rewatch. So I'm like waiting a little longer. But I, it's it was a month ago. Like It's fresh in my mind. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I mean, so yeah, my first watch, Tyler's, well, watched first watch, he watched like a month ago, and then George's first watch. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to go over to you first, because I think you rate it lowest out of us three, I believe, if you want to give some thoughts. It's going to be a weird one with this. It's not like we can go into like spoilers as such. There's quite a lot right. to go into in terms of the actual mental side of it and the, th- the themes. But Tyler, if you want to give an overview of, of your experience with the film anyway. Yeah, so this is like, and I'm like the last person to say this, because I like hate when people... I don't hate it, but like I, I personally will always rate a movie. I'm never the type to watch a movie and not rate it. But like this falls in the category of one that's like hard to rate. I'd say because it is so like so different than what you'd expect. And I think I watched it at like the perfect storm of like the worst time because I watched it like the day after I saw Bo is Afraid. So like a lot of parallels there with the story. So I feel yeah. like it was like immediately going from what, something that was very similar to this, and it was like super late at night, and I was super tired when I watched it. So, like, I gave it a 7.2 out of 10, and that's, like, the absolute bottom lowest I could ever possibly rate it because it was, just like, the perfect, like, we talked about in the Real Talk episode this week, how, like, any movie, any given day, you might rate higher or lower depending on the circumstances. This is, like, the worst-case scenario for me, and I still gave it a 7.2 out of 10. Um, so, I, and it's one, like, I saw Seth, you mentioned in your review, you're going to be rewatching this a bunch. I absolutely need to rewatch it um, because, and like I just said, I want to sit on it a little longer than just one month ago i think i want to revisit it later this year maybe next year and give it another go um, but it is so different than what i expecting uh bo is afraid a lot of parallels there it is this guy going on this journey and you realize that it's a lot that's in his head it's a mental health journey a lot of things are twisted a lot of things are very dark this is a very very dark movie um or short film or whatever you want to call it and uh for me like the so it's like a 
basically the animation style could be off-putting for a lot of people, especially if you're a more, not in a derogatory way, but like a casual movie watcher. It is a stick figure drawing animation movie. And the voiceover gives me, it gave me like vibes of like old school, early days YouTube, like when everyone would make those videos where like writing on a whiteboard and someone's like drawing pictures while someone's like voiceovering it, which for me, maybe I just watched too many of those back in the day on YouTube. So I was like a little like, oh, this is, the writing was so good, but like the production felt a little like amateur. And I'm not trying to say that in a derogatory way. I'm just saying it in a way of like, I've seen so many people do something similar on like YouTube in the old, old school days, but I still loved it. Like this is just absolutely took me by surprise of like, this is dark. This is grim. We're going to get into it, but I'll leave my thoughts on it for there because we'll, we'll start unpacking it. But this is, uh, yeah, it's such a beautiful day is the name. It's a silly little stick figure animation, but don't let any of that fool you because the story absolutely packs a gut punch. And uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah. George, you rated it highly, similar to me. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I rated this highly. I, I kind of agree with Tyler and like, you're going to rate things differently depending on like your situation and and what your you know time frame you watch it and blah blah blah. I was not of sound mind watching this movie, and I think that was just fucking perfect. Um, I went in so blind, like so unbelievably blind. I, I told you guys before we started recording this episode, I was like, oh, it's whatever, one a.m. I'm gonna watch this lovely, light-hearted, you know, animated doodle thing for an hour, and then I'll go to bed. And like ten minutes in, I'm like, what a trip! I know Tyler. I swear to God, Tyler, I texted you guys last night. Like, this is what Bo is afraid wanted to be. And then I opened Letterboxd and saw that you had already made that reference. Um, so I think that just, you know, speaks volumes on what sort of film this is. Um, but yeah, this was just an absolute trip. It just kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Um, there was one, and I, I don't know if we're, are we separating spoilers, non-spoilers? I think we can just go into If people are going to watch this, they should know Yeah, it, it's also not Spoiling. a spoiler the running gag of like something bad happening to someone and then they were like and he died because he got hit by a train it's that impending fear of of death it made me laugh every single time like there was one scene where and i can't believe i'm laughing at this because it's so dark but there was one i think what i think most people do it's like that dark humor which is it just comes out of nowhere because there was there's one scene where like the girl is in bed and it was like she contracted polio and uh caught on fire and i was like what the fuck there were so many of those sequences there were so So many many of those like just like subversion of expectations i'm like oh okay it's you know a simple sad story and then she caught on fire and i'm like jesus christ so yeah that's what i love the most about this film which i did not know where it was going like it made me just feel so like on edge and just so nervous the entire time which i absolutely loved um, because truly, and I'll, I'll steal it again from you, Tyler, this is what Bo is Afraid wanted to be. And I think Bo is Afraid does a good job at like capturing that feel of just feeling uneasy throughout the entire picture. But this was just on like another level where it was just like shit was just thrown in your face at such a crazy rate where you just did not know what was going to come next. Um, and then, yeah, it was just super depressing um it was really dark which is odd to say because i feel like we're sitting here laughing about this movie um and again there were moments that just had me in tears like crying tears just like i swear every single time i saw that train i lost my shit 
Uh, I think that just yeah, speaks I, volumes to like how brilliantly executed of a dark comedy this is. That's what every yeah, dark comedy is swinging for when they're trying to do that. Exactly. It, it, it just balances that like deprivation so well with like comedy. I was going to say lighthearted comedy, but it's not even lighthearted. It's super dark comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like this a lot. I, I definitely will rewatch it. What did you rate it four point five? I gave it a four point five. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Um, the voiceover, I will say, the first ten minutes of the movie, I was like, "Is this the entire movie?" And at first, I was like, "If this is the entire movie, it'll kind of annoy me." It didn't annoy me as much as I expected it to annoy me, just because of how locked in I was to what this guy was saying, narrating Bill's little journey. Um, so it, it kind of got lost on me after a while. I just kind of accepted that this was the form of medium that we're going to be experiencing this movie through. Um, but yeah, this is, this was a fantastic hour of, of filmmaking. Yeah, I agree. I think, so I give it a 4.5, same as George. I, I loved this. I, I can see myself watching like a, my review. I said it, you know, again and again and again. And you know, in this, we're following we're following Bill, uh, a man with a clear genetic mental disorder, who is you know, and, and the film is about kind of lost memory, it's about morality, and it's about the constant you know, it's it's almost a visual, re- you know, these scenes, George, what, you, what you're referencing, where where someone will just die and it'd be the craziest thing ever. It's like it's a visual representation of like the impending fear of death that a lot of people have, especially those with. Um, but it was the, the reason it was funny is because all of these situations, the person was going to die. Like the girl with polio, she was on her deathbed and then they just out of nowhere through and then she burst into flames and died. But from a completely different way. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's like, like you knew being the hypochondriac, like, being the exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah, like you knew this character was going to die, but then they just throw in, oh, and then she got hit by a train. They just throw in like that, even though that character has clearly got something which is going to die. She's got dying from something completely else because of the worries, because of the fears, and because of not being able to live life without the worries. And I think we all have this. Obviously, some people more than others, especially people like myself who do have, who have quite bad, you know, anxiety and symptoms such as this. It is that impending fear of 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 death and then being a hypochondriac and also being scared of being alone and kind of thing as well. And it is about these memories. And I think the way it kind of plays out um i forgot his name sorry don uh hertzfeld hertzfeld i'm assuming yeah. that's what you yeah. said i think so his narration obviously he's a, he's a narrator the whole film he wrote you know wrote uh directed um narrated it whatever he did the whole process by himself animated it and i i personally do like the animation style i think it works really well um it did take me a few minutes to get used to because it's, it, it is completely different but i actually found it hypnotic in a way I was watching this shit and I, I it felt like a transcendent experience. It felt it it didn't really feel like a film at times. I know that's quite a cringe thing to say, but it felt of more an experience in which we're kind of following through Bill's life and seeing his mental struggles. Um and I really think that it encapsulates so many emotions in one thing. And I think like Tyler said, it's so hard to have a film like this that is this daunting mentally with with the themes it has of of mental disorders of the fear of insanity of the fear of death and it and it still manages to be funny because one minute i'll be really sad watching um bill talk about his life or memories or, or like george said with with the girl and the next he'll just throw something out of nowhere and it'll make me laugh and i think that's such an accomplishment to be able to do those simultaneously if that makes sense um 
And I just think it's so it's like an odyssey, like like Bo is afraid. I, I completely see the comparisons. It's like an odyssey is a journey of of following this man who is clearly has has these issues and is not of of mental well being. Um, that worked that works really well. I also think I don't know about you guys. I think this sixty kind of minute time frame is perfect for this. Yeah, a lot of films like this, what I've seen in the past, these kind of experimental animated films, they do overstep the mark for me and, and push you too much when it comes to the runtime. So I think stuff like this has a very limited runtime, and there's a lot to fit in this. But I think it works better when it's just a a sixty minute runtime rather than an hour and a half. It, and I think that works really it well. May, it, the movie was broken down into like the three chapters, and yeah, yeah, even and I, this might sound like oxymoronic or contradictory but like each chapter is like so loaded with like information like you're really just like bill goes through a lot in a very short period of time but i also like that it's displayed in that way where it's like very chaotic non-stop it's like it, weird isn't it because it's like dragged out like if like chapter one two and three each could have been an hour by themselves but like we're this movie does a very good job at conveying what Bill is feeling and making us feel that way. So condensing it down into 20 minutes and just making it nonstop, giving us no time to breathe, I think was the most effective way to tell us this story. Which, which is, is bizarre. Cause like you said, like it sounds, it, usually we'd be saying the opposite of most films. If a 60 minute film, uses yeah. all these themes, it's bloated. It's a mess. It's too much to handle in this amount of short runtime. But I think that's why the writing, that's, that's, there's another evidence of why the writing is so good because he manages to tackle so much in this film. And it is chaotic, but it's chaotic in the best way possible in that it works. Uh, Tyler, I mean, I assume you're saying about, you know, the runtime. Yeah, so exactly what you're saying. The writing is so good in this and the vision is 100% executed. And I think that speaks volumes to the 60-minute runtime because if this was a movie that, could have been shorter like they it, 60 minutes is like the least optimal runtime for a movie in terms of like selling it to someone if they wanted to make it a feature film they could have stretched to an hour and a half to try and like make it more marketable as a full film if they wanted to make it a true short film they could have shrunk it to 30 minutes but 60 minutes the fact that it's stuck at 60 minutes is saying everything the writer wanted and the director wanted in this movie is in there they didn't add any fluff that didn't need to be in there they didn't cut anything out 60 minutes is such an awkward runtime so the fact that they stuck to 60 minutes just shows like they sat down, they had this vision for this thing, and they said, okay, 60 minutes is what it takes. We're not going to add anything else. We're not going to strip anything else. And I think that's why it just works so well in this here. The writing just so brilliant. And I think just the only reason, like I truly think it's one of the best written things I've ever seen, and the story was so compelling. I just think the only reason it is a 3.5 for me, and it's, it's a high 3.5 on the border of 4, is just purely because you both mentioned it. The beginning took you a while to get into it but once you did like 10 minutes in for george Seth said it took him a couple minutes and then it became a transcendent experience i just never flipped that switch for me i don't know if i was too tired or was too late at night or if maybe it was just just something about it was just off-putting it never flipped the switch to me where i got over that voiceover so i think maybe eventually if i rewatch it it will because that's literally the only thing dragging it down the story the writing even the animation style doesn't bother me much it's just i just never had that flip that you two had about 10 minutes into where you got fully invested into it We've yeah, said this before, it really depends, especially with a film like this, on, on your mood, the time of day. There's so much to tackle in this, and it is such a unique premise and unique concept, especially unique animation, that if you watch this on the wrong day, you could end up not liking it nearly as much as if you watched it on the right day. 
So I do imagine, Tyler, that if you watched it when you were kind of fully there, I think you'd, knowing your taste, I think you'd probably like it a little bit more. I For don't sure. know how much. But yeah, like this movie just tackles so much that you guys said, like in my letterbox review, I put like, these are the three kind of questions, takeaways that I took from it. It's like, without death, is there really any meaning to life? Is living yeah. life defined by what you do in your free time? Or is it defined by the monotony of your routine, of your work and your day-to-day grind instead? And then what does it truly mean to forgive someone? Because that moment doesn't really come into like kind of the third chapter really, but that's also like another thing that this hits on and kind of like you guys have been mentioning is just, there's just so much they tackle and somehow manages to weave them all together so well while also being such a great dark comedy, while also being an experimental storytelling method. And it's it, it's there's a reason it's a top 250 letterbox movie. There's a reason it's on so many lists of people saying this is something everyone has to see once in their life. And I absolutely agree with that. I think everyone in this world needs to see this movie at least once. In, in the like, not to be hyperbolic, but I think this is a film that for a lot of people could seriously be like life-changing in the way that it presents itself. I think it's that important. I think I echo your thoughts about, you know, what people say, everyone should watch this. And I am actually quite annoyed at myself for neglecting this for so long. I just find it hard to find, to be honest with you, more than anything. But Yeah, I, I thought I was being stupid last night, like not being no able to We find should mention anything. that for the listeners, since we're obviously hyping this movie up so much. If yeah. you do want to watch it, the only place I've found it legally Vimeo. is Vimeo. And I think you have to pay like what, like a couple bucks, or something, maybe like a dollar ninety nine. I don't $5. know. Five dollars. Something like uh, that. But, it's yeah. not even on like, I, most no, films yeah. are on Prime to rent. That's right. I thought it was going to be on like YouTube or something. YouTube, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, Only uh, Vimeo. So anyone listening, awesome. Vimeo is where to go. Before we like move on, just because Tyler brought up like those, um, those like themes of like is uh, is life really worth it if death wasn't the the end? Um, there's a really good quote from Troy, the Brad Pitt movie that reminded me of this, and it says he says. The gods envy us. They envy us because we're mortal, because any moment may be our last. Everything is more beautiful because we're doomed. You will never be lovelier than you are now. We will never be here again. And I feel like that quote doesn't like summarize it's such a beautiful day, but it's like the same exact like yeah. themes of it. And that was like the first place my mind went, especially because I had seen a TikTok edit like a week ago with that quote. So it's just been fresh in my head. And then as I was watching this movie, I was like, that's, that's the quote right there. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I think the the most the 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 film for me, especially with the the last part, the last feature, uh, the, well, the last part of the feature itself. There's several ways to look at it. It's, it's almost uplifting in a way. His acceptance at the end of death and his acceptance of the world, but also the fact he's brought so many things in and his kind of like um, forgiveness, as Tyler said earlier. But I think it's it's really weird because it's optimistic. And you can take a lot of optimism from that, especially if you're within the same circumstances, wherever they might be. But it's also incredibly sad at the same time. And and that bit for me is the part that kind of... George, did you cry watching this? Did I cry? No. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. Did you this, really? The end, the end got me. I think I was more... I was more like... I was in bed when I was watching this movie. So it was like one of those things where I was just like more like coddled in my blanket just kind of like feeling down watching this movie but it was never like a yeah it it was never like a tear jerker type of sadness it was more of just like a i feel so bad for this dude yeah did you did you like the ending though the kind of uplifting optimism side yeah i i don't know because as i was watching the entire thing i was kind of like 
this has to end poorly for everyone involved. And I, at one point, I kind of expected the ending to be like, and then he got hit by a train. That would be fucking wild if he ended up that. I really thought I, like, I would have rated this so much lower if he did that. No, no, this would have been a five stars. If he no. just randomly got ripped by a train at the end of it, I'd be like, got him, got him, easy. That's crazy. If, if that happened scene, at the end, I would tell any hypochondriac or anyone that struggles with anxiety to stay 20 miles away from this yeah, movie yeah. and never watch it. Don't go to your I wouldn't yeah. recommend this. Bro, you know what scene I fucking love? The, the leaf blower scene? Mm-hmm. I for ages, dude. Yeah, I yeah. was losing it while he was standing over whatever it was, and it wasn't moving. And then he just kept like ramping up the the <laughs> pressure. Power I was like, yeah, and then he yeah. just goes up to that dude and just keeps on blowing his legs. I was like, <laughs> and he stood there for like three. Bro, minutes. it ran for like four minutes, and I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> that was such a funny scene. Tyler, did you like it? I, I mean, I, I didn't say I really, really did like the ending. I think if if if, if he had done that thing again. And then he died from a book. Like I'd have been like, okay, like fuck you, man. <laughs> no, that so, so you like you know how I said at the beginning, it felt very like YouTube YouTuber esque. I feel like that would be like a YouTuber style of ending to be like, ha, funny like dope, smosh yeah. old school YouTuber like funny little skit. Whereas like the ending to me is what like elevates it from that to like being like a true work of art. And I, yeah, it's like yeah. it's because this movie's so heavy. There is that dark comedy that I loved throughout, but yeah, I don't know. You need some relief in these dark movies and. Stuff like After Sun doesn't give us any, but like this one gave it to us, and I felt like it did really well. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Is there anything else you guys want to go over? Or I don't think so. Just like everyone should watch this at least once. Yeah, like, I know. I, really, I know I it's not that accessible. Like it's very hard to find. It's like it's a freaking Park Chan Wook movie at this point in terms of how hard it is to find. Probably even harder well, than Park Chan Wook on the UK. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm everywhere. But yeah, so watch it. It's only an hour long. You probably have free time after you're listening to this at some point today. Give it a watch. I think when Cam I look to the ratings, yeah. When I Cam will never watch this, I don't feel like. Um, I, I hope he does because I really would like to hear his thoughts. On I think you'd hate it though because I, I don't know. I just didn't feel like you'd hate it to be honest. I think it might be a bit too chaotic. Do you know what I mean? Like Bowie's afraid. Oh yeah, because I guess he. We all weren't that low. I think he really hated Bowie. Didn't he give it like a one or something or something? Well, we all gave it like a three or three point yeah, five. He, he didn't rate I think he gave it like a one or something. So yeah, I guess for um, that aspect. Yeah, I think he'll be lower on it than us, but we'll see. Well, I think this film, when I looked at the ratings for like people I follow who watched it, mainly it was high. Mainly it was four to five. There was a few like twos. I think this... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is either a film that will connect with you or it won't, especially when it comes to not only the themes, but the animation style and the narration. But I think it's a very, very important watch for everyone, especially if you are someone who struggles with anxiety um hypochondria such as myself you know it, it, it's it's a really really beautiful almost a beautiful work of art and it is annoying that it's hard to access um that's probably why i've had it like just turned off for so long because i couldn't find it for ages um but now that i've watched it it's it, it, this this is a, this is without a doubt a future five star for me um and i see it being a five star on next watch for me anyway um but yeah 
we'll kind of leave it there. Uh, if you did watch it, let us know. Thank you, Roku 1.0, for recommending it. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much for obviously dropping a message and having to watch it as well. Tyler, a 3.5, a high 3.5, I believe. Was it 7? Yeah, yeah. 7.2. 7.2, okay. George, a 4.5, and then myself, 4.5. Probably will turn into a 5 on another watch. I might even watch it again this week, man. I fucking love this shit. Um, but we'll leave it there. As usual, thank you very, very much for your support. We have a lot of content coming, especially when it comes to early access on the Patreon. If that is an extra benefit, you'll seal this, this, this content earlier than most people. And then you will also get discounts on the merch and stuff like that, which has been doing really well. Drop the rating on Spotify, Apple. We're doing really well on Spotify. We need to get those Apple up a little bit. And also subscribe on YouTube and follow us on all our social medias. Other than that, we've got plenty of content coming and we will speak to you soon. Thank you very much for listening.